Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is Gayish, the podcast that asks the question, huh? <laughs> Every day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing here? I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Gatz. So we are here in eastern Washington, which is where I grew up. Yep. We're in the little town of Sunnyside, which smells only slightly more like cow shit than my actual hometown of Zilla, which is about 10 minutes away. It, there's a hefty waft of cow shit whenever you go outside. Yeah. Um, your family's bonkers. Thank I you. hung out with them last night. I get the suspicion they might like each other, which I don't understand. Oh, oh, you just mean like tolerate each other's company and presence. You like, or enjoy each <laughs> no, other's No, you like have fun together and do talent shows and everyone plays music and grandma passes out shots. <laughs> like it's, I don't, I don't get it. The best part is none of that is an exaggeration. That's literally what happened That's last night. Literally what I did last night. I, I'm glad because at first I thought maybe you meant like, like, cause there's some. Oh, Eastern Washington might be. <laughs> well, and my aunt gave my cousin a hickey. That's true. That happened. So, but they, I mean, they weren't like, it's not sexy, but. It's weird that you said <laughs> a hickey is not sexy. No, it's fine because it wasn't a sexy one. Yeah. Uh, what, what's going on today, Mike? Um, so today, my brothers are going to stop by and you're going to interview them. I'm going to kick you out of the room. Yeah. I'm going to chat with them about what it was like with you growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, did they know you were gay? That's mainly what I want to know. Oh. So it'll be like a five minute conversation. Oh, um, okay. Do you have any other yes or no questions you want to ask them? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> How are you feeling today? Mm-hmm. Did you know Mike was gay? Mm-hmm. And can you name all the cast of Wizard of Oz? Oh. The uh, characters or the actors? Both. Oh, that'd be hard. No, I can't do that. Huh. Yeah, and then you're going to come back out and then you're going to talk about coming out mm-hmm. to them. Okay. And then we're going to chat. Okay. It's going to be fun. Yeah. I'm nervous. I think that um, we love each other. We get along really well. Uh, I'm not worried about suddenly discovering that that one of them's tried to kill me or anything. But uh, I don't know. Like, I, I'm very intrigued. I'm interested in what they're going to say. They're funny people. It'll be fun. I am I thought they were going to be the ones on the spot. But after meeting your family, <laughs> I'm more worried about me than I am about them. Yeah. That's a good plan of action for Eastern Washington in general. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, like, like the gays. The gays in Eastern Washington. They're, they're more afraid of us than we are. Uh, all right. Get out. Okay. All right. I am here with Mike's brothers, Marty and Murph. Hi. Good morning. I guess I, I should have said this. Mike's the oldest. I'm the Marty's the middle. Right. Murph is the youngest. Yeah. Murph or Matthew. Yeah. You have several names. I do. How was y'all's night last night? Um, coffee. The coffee's delicious and needed. Um, what was that? Last night was um, highly entertaining for everyone else, I'm sure. And I had a good time in my mind. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> all that matters. Yeah. Uh, intoxication is heavily involved. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. How was your night, Marty? It was great. You seem pretty in upbeat. In bed by nine. Hmm. Dick. <laughs> All right. Um, so Mike left the room. So we are chatting about what it was like growing up with Mike as kids. Um, the first thing I want to know is, did you ever know he was gay before he actually came out to you? We didn't compare notes. So you may, I'll go first. Yeah, the short yeah. answer is no. And then I've been thinking about it. What do I know? Obviously, in retrospect, it's much easier to then be like, oh, the signs were there. Or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I wasn't surprised when he came out, but then it's also like, uh, 
what was our dynamic or what were things that are triggers or I mean like I should have known but I didn't or you know what I mean like I mostly just feel bad that he you know like is on this island or you know by himself and I wasn't there to help him or support him you know what I mean so what were um, what were those things that looking back you were like oh that's well, pretty gay I, I, no no well that's, that's not so much <laughs> yeah it wasn't him being gay it was I guess it was the net dynamic between. Matthew and I's relationship where, you know, maybe like locker room talk, if you will, or, you know what I mean? Like we would sort of openly discuss, you know, we lived in a small town and, you know, potentially interested in girls that were the same or, you know, classmates and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Where I never hit, I never did that with Michael and him being three years older, I thought maybe it's just a, you know, big enough age gap. We weren't running necessarily in the same social circles, whereas him and I were one year apart. So Marty took my ex-girlfriend to homecoming at one point, so... What? Yeah. Which was, it wasn't a big deal. It was that wasn't really a big fun. deal? No, absolutely not. Like as a date? Yeah. Not just like, let's go like have fun? No, it was, I mean, I don't know. This is a real scoop. Forget all the Mike stuff. <laughs> <laughs> We're going with the ex-girlfriend story. <laughs> it wasn't dramatic. Not a big no. deal. And also not like a romantic. And uh, also you gotta remember, I mean, our, the size of our town, everybody has dated everybody there. Hmm. Like any... Dude, within two years of me, has gone on a date probably of any girl within two years of me. It's just it's there's not a whole lot of selection. <laughs> so. Huh, that's interesting. Um, what uh, Murph? Did you know Mike was gay? Okay, so when you when you asked that question, the first thing I thought of was "no" is a strong word in that. Did I know? No, I don't think I I knew that it was. Um, I had, I definitely had suspicions for a long time. You know, straight Marty was into sports and Michael was once the, uh, like trainer for the wrestling team oh, one time. That's hot. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, Michael was in plays. Marty was in sports. It was, you know, of course not knowing and being, you know, not being aware of sexual preference really at the time like it wasn't even a question I didn't really put it all together but um, my first real indication that Michael was gay uh, was actually his first year of college when he came home to visit once and uh, he and a couple of his friends were at our house and um, watched a movie called The Biologist and it was definitely a porn <laughs> and it was definitely dudes with dudes and chicks with dudes. And I was going, it's not really something that I would pick out as a straight dude. So you all just like hung out and watched some porn? Oh, I didn't. I was, I was very uncomfortable and left. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, but I, it was usually, it was when, you know, there was bareback going on and I went, well, what's up guys? <laughs> I'm going to take off now. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> See you later. So I missed that day. You were, you were around <laughs> yeah, that weekend. Yeah. I don't know where you were at. But... So Mike and his friends come home from college and they're just like, Chilling, watching buy porn. Uh, yeah, oh. and and uh, drinking heavily. I mean, oh. but Michael was probably eighteen, nineteen at the time. So all right. Well, I, I, I mean, he wasn't he wasn't drinking at all. He's never done any illegal drinking at all ever. Th no, that not, is, not that is drinking is frowned upon. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> so you say you're talking about growing up in a small town. What was your exposure to gay people or uh, sexual orientation? I remember there being zero people out. There was, okay, there was a, a girl that I remember, uh, uh, she was several years older than me, probably 10 years older, um, but part of one of the integral, like, big families there, and I remember her being gay, and it was obvious, not hiding, very bully, I guess, I don't know mm -hmm. the, the preferred nomenclature is of that, but she was very bull, 
like a bull dick? Is yes. that what you're yes. trying to say? Yeah. Oh, but I'm not. I'm not gay, so I don't, I don't know if that's preferred. If it's well, okay I'm not a lesbian, and I'm scared of lesbians, right. so okay. <laughs> I'm worried they might beat me up for that. So she was a, a fine-looking, mm. handsome. She was lady. a strong woman. She was a strong, handsome strong lady. Woman. Yeah, good. She could hoist a stein with the best. Of <laughs> um, what, what were people's reactions to her? Um, I don't remember there being any sort of negative. Really? To anybody, either. That's the thing. But, I mean, I, I wasn't aware of it, really. I, it was not something that we talked about, hmm. I guess. Marty, did you take her to homecoming? Yeah. <laughs> Big time. Big time. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I mean, I think it's, you know, self-awareness versus self-involvement. I, I want to chalk it up to, you know, my head was so far up my own ass that I didn't realize what, you know, was going on around me. Nor, and it didn't matter, either. Um, and then, you know, we had a uncle who had a partner so mm-hmm. growing up i mean from Ma- male partner male yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. okay and i mean Uncle we were Tommy. little like very very i mean so they stayed at our house and mm-hmm. not a big deal i mean period so you just i mean like whatever it doesn't matter i mean and is the rest of the family uncle tom is that is uncle tom mm-hmm. uncle tom was the rest of the family that either accepting or it didn't matter the rest of the family was totally aware. I mean, it wasn't a, there was no mystery behind this, but I don't know if it was they were trying to shelter us from it, like, don't tell the kids, mm. or if it was, uh, just nobody really gave a shit. I don't know. Mm. But it didn't seem like there was ever. When you're five, it doesn't, I mean. Yeah. You know, sexual orientation is not, what do you, I mean, what do you, what do you tell a five year old? I mean, they don't care. It doesn't matter. It's not a, it's mm-hmm. not a thing. You know, it's not casual conversation. Yeah. This is, this is. Ain't out or breakfast. Yeah. Like, this is I mean, Uncle Tom. And his yeah. partner, and you're like, cool. And Mr. Mr. Bob. Bob. And Mr. Mr. Bob? Yeah. Oh. Uncle Tom, Mr. Bob. I love that. That sounds like a sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bob was one of the funniest people I've ever met, too. Of course, I was five, so, you know. And I, I also thought Elmo was in that level, so, <laughs> yeah. you know. Was, you know. <laughs> and I don't remember. That's the thing. You don't remember. I don't remember specific. You just remember generalities, or at least that's how my brain works. It was just, you know, hmm. that was them, and it was okay, and that's it. I mean, what do you. Right. Mike was married to a woman. Yes. Uh, for a little bit. For, for a touch, for, for a skosh. Minute, a minute. Um, mm-hmm. And what was it like when he got married? Did it just seem totally normal that he was getting married to a woman, or did it draw any, raise any eyebrows? Same same thing for me, at least, with as far as you know, self-awareness versus self-involvement. You just, hey, he's a late bloomer. He's found somebody. They seem happy. I mean, you know, because we hung out numerous times, and on a superficial level, everything seems great. And this is, you know, what he's doing. He's marrying this woman. I mean, you just go with it. You just want to support your brother. I mean, so still not knowing or, you know, whatever, what are you going to say? It's, you know, I've got some email dialogue saved in the hidden confines somewhere with, with one of his, you know, solid friends, basically sort of, you know, okay, Hey, this isn't right. It's, you know, like not in a sexual orientation, like just, you know, maybe these two are on a fit or maybe something else subconsciously was going on. And, and um, I don't want to say it was a regret. I mean, nothing happened. Nothing was ever done. But, you know, it was sort of talked about. And I was trying to leverage this friend to, to, I don't you know, to confront Mike or bring it up or talk about it. And it never happened. And then, you know so, what I mean? So I don't know if that was like a, you know, a warning sign or something that, you know, not that, because I didn't know. I wasn't, you know, it wasn't like, oh, he's gay. He shouldn't be with this woman. It was just like, is, are they right? Or, you know, something yeah, is just off. Or, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and um, you know. I don't know how many how many years were they together. You know what I mean? Like it's to, to again to force that or to keep that going for appearances or whatever. You know it's tough. It must have been hard. Right? You know what I mean? I wish I could have done something or you know. I don't want to say I regret it. I just it's like you know. Yeah. Must have been tough to you know to do that for 
culturally acceptable versus, you know, what's really in his heart. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. I think that's sweet of you to be thinking about that. And yeah, I, I agree. There's not much that you can what do you done. Do? Yeah, I mean, like you're, it's, but I think to me, the, like the best thing you can do, especially if you suspect someone's gay, is just let them know that you're supportive of them. Right. And I think from what I know, it sounds like you all are very supportive of each other's brothers. So, yeah. you know, I think if, if you're supporting them, and then, especially if you like drop hints that you're cool with gay people, you're like, oh man, Ellen's awesome. That's all you have to say. Who's and Ellen? then everyone knows. Ellen? Who's Ellen? Mm-hmm. Who's Ellen? Oh, Ellen. Ellen. I said Ellen. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, I would I like to answer this... your question. Oh, yeah, yeah. With it from yeah. Amy. I was shocked. Hmm. I, I, I was pretty certain at that point that Michael was gay. Oh. And I. He married a woman, and it was the complete opposite of what I thought he was going to do. Hmm. Um, we hadn't discussed it. I hadn't talked to anyone really about it, but I was pretty sure he had more dicks than vaginas at that point <laughs> in his life. So, have you since confirmed or denied that? I have not. No, okay. That's actually that's part. Yeah, it's a question for later. Okay. Once we bring Michael back in yeah, the room, yeah. how many penises had you had before you were married? Yeah, we'll count them to, up. You know, Alyssa. <laughs> um, so. Is that something you just sat with, or did you do anything? I totally, about it? I totally sat with it, and 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 it was, um, you know, I like I said, I was I was pretty sure that Michael was gay, and he married. Well, I, I wasn't shocked that he got married to Liz. Uh, it was I was shocked that he was dating a exclusively dating a girl, hmm. and went that okay, that doesn't seem right. Like I don't get it. Hmm. But on the same hand, I I've also a lot of times thought in my head that Michael's closest role model as a gay person was Uncle Tommy. And Uncle Tommy was also married to a woman. Um, huh. Also had, you know, wanted children and had a child, a girl, with his um, ex-wife before he came out. And um, if that was the only point of reference that Michael had, um, that was why I was more going, okay, well, I get it now. You know, that yeah. was... And I just let it go. I figured either maybe I was just wrong and Michael's not gay. Yeah. And I, I just didn't care really what he was doing or whatever. I just wanted to make sure that he was happy. So um, if he was happy with her, then he was happy with her. In hindsight, of course, I know that he was not happy. I mean, there's tumultuous mind of a gay man that's not out married to a woman. I can't even imagine what he was thinking or going through at the time. Yeah. But that's what my answer is. Yeah. I mean, that's really interesting, the the parallels you mentioned between him and mm-hmm. Uncle Tom. Mm-hmm. Something I want to ask Mike about then when he's back, if that, like, how much that influenced him and the way he behaved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't know the answer to that. I've never, I've never actually brought it up to him, but it's something that I've always seen. I've huh. always thought about. All right. Yeah, we'll ask him when he gets back. Uh, anything else uh, before Mike comes back? Um, before he comes back, I'd like to say that he also has the smallest penis out of the three of us. <laughs> I'm going to take your word for it. He can't defend himself right now. He can't. He's going to hear this later. That's fine. He can defend himself later. (laughs) He's probably only going to hear this, and then you're going to get a text. You're going to get a text in Uh, about a week. Threatening text. It's going to change my life. You might get a dick pic to be like, no, (laughs) (laughs) look at it. That's unnecessary, but that's all right. (laughs) Where are we measuring from? The screen? I mean, like, what's the... Yeah. The throat. The (laughs) measuring That's a good place to cut right there. All right. Uh, we're going to take a little break, and we'll be back with Mike. Game on. Okay. Game on. Yeah, all right. We're, we're back. Great. Mike is now back in the room. Mike, how are you feeling? Um, we're all here to talk about you. 
Yeah, this is um, the best feeling in the world. Oh, great, good. Yeah. Um, When's the talk about Kyle episode? Oh yeah, we're gonna. We need you to leave <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna be like gossiping about me. Yeah, yeah. Only good things though. He's so handsome. Who thinks he's the handsomest? Let's all raise our hands. Um, he sounds like Jack McBrayer. <laughs> Do I sound like Jack McBrayer? <laughs> that was my thought. I listened to the first podcast. I was like, oh, Jack McBrayer on the radio. Ah, he's so goofy. All right. Well, I need to work on my my voice. I mean, butch it up, Kyle. What's <laughs> up, bros? <laughs> How y'all living? <laughs> How you talk to your straight friends? I don't know what happens. Do you remember you trying to do your straight voice last night at the thing? Yeah, oh, yeah. You're like, hey, bra. What's up, bra? Did you see that bitch? She got some big old titties, <laughs> and I want to touch them. <laughs> Less is more, man. <laughs> you know, too much? That's too much. <laughs> that one over great at the family reunion. They loved it. <laughs> um, we're not here to talk about me. We're here to talk about you. Okay. Um, so uh, tell me about what it was like coming out to your brothers. I mean, it was a weird situation, obviously. I was I was married to a lady. So for, for bizarre reasons, I, I came out to her in July-ish. Um and then it was the beginning of August, and there was this massive flood in our condo building, and it destroyed every unit in our stack. A toilet flooded on 605, and it ruined 505, 405, 305, 205. And so because of that insurance, it put us into temporary housing. So it was a weird fucking time, because I was out, we were fighting, and living in, like, like a apartment that wasn't ours. You came out and then there was a flood? Right, yeah. Go, good. Yeah. Um, if that's not a metaphor. <laughs> it was Jesus crying because of what you've done. <laughs> Happy Easter. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, that that situation was completely untenable. So I started the process of expanding my... Executing on a plan to to escape, I guess. And uh, my fraternity brother Dan, you guys know Dan Patzer. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he only has one ball. He only has one ball. <laughs> We're going to talk about that in a future episode. Okay, actually, yeah. so, sorry, sorry to your listeners for breaking the news early. <laughs> well, he had two balls then. Hmm. Um, <laughs> two uh, ball Dan. So, two, <laughs> so you're talking to a two ball Dan. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, he uh, uh, he, he was going through a divorce. And had a house and an extra room, and he took me in. So he was actually the very first person that I told that wasn't my now ex-wife or, like, my therapist. Because I had had been talking to a mental health professional about it. And he was like, okay, you're going to move in with me. We're going to make this happen. And and then as soon as I had that sort of safety net, that landing place, then it was execute, execute, execute. So I know that I called Murph towards the end. It's wrong. Huh? It's wrong. To, to come out? Are you telling me? Yeah, I made a bunch of phone calls. I didn't come out to anybody in person in my immediate family. Mom, dad, you guys. It was all phone calls. And I think I called Marty first. It was homecoming weekend. Oh, yeah. In Cheney. You were driving the Winnebago up to the... the right. Area. Ex-girlfriend in tow? Um, or is this a different homecoming? No, no, no. I was, Wife. I was that was high school. Yeah, I was married. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Right so... 
Hopefully oh. you don't have a, another girlfriend. Why well, you got to bring up old shit? Right. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to cut that out, the ex-girlfriend thing. Uh, okay. <laughs> this is going to be the shortest Thanks, episode because yeah. it's all going to be cut. Ixnay on the girlfriend gay. <laughs> um, yeah, you're driving the Winnebago up to Party Town at Eastern in Chini, and uh, you get this phone call. You're like trying to... I, I, in my head, I don't know if it's true. I, I pictured you like behind the wheel... Just like staring straight forward, like what the fuck, <laughs> cousin Eddie, just like, <laughs> about to pull over because the shitter's full. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm yeah. Alyssa and I are getting a divorce, and I'm gay. And you're, I thought maybe you were distracted or something because you're just kind of like, yeah. <laughs> um, Go for it, what, <laughs> Marty. What was that call like for you? Um, no, well, again, I mean, it's, I, I don't want to say I was shocked, uh, you know, certainly surprised, but, you know, I mean, then you're kind of like retrospectively going, okay, I mean, but what does it matter, you know, and just want to be there and support him, you know what I mean? And I was like, okay, we'll, we'll figure this out, like, you know, no big deal. When was the first time the two of you then actually, like, saw each other? Because I'm assuming the in-person after that conversation is a... Weird one, new one, different one. So I was 29. My 30th birthday was weeks after that, two, three weeks after that. And uh, I think probably mom was the big instigator behind it. But she she came to, I was living with Dan the, by then, and Martin and Matthew and mom all came. And we went out for my 30th birthday. I, I think that was the first time that I saw everybody. Well, then, before I talk about that, we'll go back and then... so. Uh, you called Marty first, mm-hmm. and you said Murph was near the end of your... I for sure called Dad last, and it, um, for, for for two reasons. One, he was hunting, so I actually spoke to my our stepmom, Nancy, first, told her, and um, she, I didn't know, I didn't even think she'd heard me, actually. <laughs> I, like, I, I said, I, uh, we're, I'm getting a divorce, and I'm gay, and then we talked about the divorce for like <laughs> 15 minutes, and then she said she would have Dad... Call me when he was back to civilization, but I, and I, I called Murph. You did not. I did not. You told me in person. I did. Uh, I was on a three or four hour layover coming from Atlanta to Seattle. Uh, I'd just become a father. I had a three week old boy ish. Yeah, yeah. Directly after I became a father, I went to Atlanta for two weeks, and I came in through Seattle. And Michael picked me up, and we went and had dinner. Oh, that sounds way nicer than mm-hmm. I remember being. And we were in, <laughs> we had dinner and had a good time, and then you were dropping me back off at the airport. We were yeah. actually in the loading zone, and you, like, things have been on my mind, and I need to tell you, Murph, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you recall this now? No, that's weird. I believe you. I mean, it's ringing enough of a bell that I believe you that it happened. But like, we hugged. It was it was it was nice. Oh, was oh. Yeah. Well, too bad you don't remember that Tears sweet tender moment. It was, it, was, it was sweet and tender. It was okay. God, I'm, I'm an asshole. Then mm-hmm. I don't remember. Yep. Um, I mean, there's. I think there's a lot of stuff that I don't remember because it, it's pretty traumatic. Oh, yeah. Like that whole that whole process. There are things that sail out just really clear in my mind. Like I remember being on the roof of the temporary apartment building talking to Josh Gardner about it. He was my best man, mm-hmm. my wedding to Alyssa. I guess we're saying her name now. It's up to you. Know. She was in my phone for a long time as... <laughs> <laughs> and, like, 
<laughs> was it was it to be nostalgic because we're from the town of Zillow? <laughs> yeah, so you're yeah, just trying yeah. to remember yeah. where we grew up is more than her name. Yeah, no, no, it wasn't. It just was second. just to be mean. But uh, it was all fun and games until she called me while I was in a meeting and I was the one doing the PowerPoint. And at that time, at in the lower right hand corner, it would pop up and tell you who was calling you. So I'm like this meeting with all of these people. We're talking about this design for this big piece of software and. It, pops up on the screen in front of the room like oh my god this is awful <laughs> so I changed it it's fantastic um uh, where were we um, so <laughs> so what do you remember about your reaction since clearly Mike doesn't remember it when he came out to you in person now, I'm gonna throw something out there I regretted waiting because I clearly didn't need to he's been nothing but an ally he was the officiant at my wedding to Trevor. Your gay wedding. Get the gay one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Has been super supportive the whole time, but I, I waited because I wasn't sure he was going to be. Hmm. And I, I both regret waiting that long to have an ally because he has been. And I also think that it offended him. It, he was, he was upset by that. And we've talked about it a couple of mm-hmm. times, but mm-hmm. that it was, I, I regret that. So that, yeah. Um, to answer your question about what I remember about it, that is really what I remember was I, I was, I was upset because I felt like I should have been a better brother that he should have been able to tell me first. Hmm. That's how I felt and remembered about it. So I wasn't, I wasn't mad about it, but I definitely was upset at myself for not being more open or being, uh, the appearance of, I would accept, I guess. Cause I understand yeah. that it's, it's gotta be very hard for you, anyone coming out, you know, to, to say, Hey, I'm gay. And then go, how can you assume that people are going to have the best of intentions and look out for you at that point and, and be supportive and everything else? And I get that, but I felt like, why am I not the person he sees as the first person he could tell? Mm. And that was what I really remembered out of it. Um, I wasn't shocked and I mean, we already kind of touched on it a little bit. Um, but a bad touch. This is bad touch. We've, we've bad touched on it. <laughs> um, but, uh, um, I mean, I, I was, I was just, I was concerned for his well being more than anything. It was just, are you okay? I just, whatever you need for me. And, uh, you know, I loved him. So that was it. This week. And then we all got hammered. And then, yeah, so, t- oh, <laughs> so take me back to, so is that the first big family event that you had after coming out? Well, I mean, big family event is a relative term. There, there's things like, like Easter. Relative. Ha ha. Fucking Kyle. Um, there was, uh, like yesterday, the thing with Easter is like, you know, shitload of people. Like 50 plus people is not uncommon. This was not that. This was Five immediate people. family, and then the band. We, we were related to to the, the the band that was playing. So maybe on the order of like fifteen people total, mm-hmm. guessing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, that was the first time that I saw really anybody. Mm-hmm. We'd been just living with Dan, hunkering down, trying to survive day to day. So what was that first? How were you feeling bef- like leading up to that? Uh, I'm trying to remember if we even made it a thing. Like I don't remember talking about it. It was just a hey, we're all here now. Like like the oh. the I'm gay conversation had been had a couple of times with people on the phone or whatever. And but I, I don't think I mean I don't remember walking into the little red hen and like 
wearing a rainbow sparkle Be- suit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, bitches! Yes. Let's do some line dancing. <laughs> and that, that yeah, that was that was another integral part of this whole deal. Was it was at a country bar in Seattle? <laughs> so I mean, incognito as much right. as possible. Right. <laughs> so you're gay, but like not that gay. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Gayish. Uh, gayish. <laughs> I mean, 30 is a milestone birthday, right? But there was more going on than that, right? Yeah. That's, you know... But it wasn't discussed, but it was just we're all hanging out. Mm-hmm. What was, Mario, what was that like for you f- f- to be that first time after having talked to him on the phone? Fine. It's fine? Great. I don't know. I mean... Wow. I remember going to the airport afterwards, like, how'd that go? How was your weekend, Mike? Great. I mean, you know, he was like, it went just how I thought it would. Or, I mean, you know, like, how, yeah. how it was supposed to go in my mind. It yeah. was anticlimactic. I mean... Okay. Which is sometimes the best thing when you're gay for some, like for it to be anticlimactic, right. to, to have no occurrence, and you're kind of like, oh, so that's the best I can hope for. So Murph earlier brought up Uncle Tom. Mm-hmm. Tommy, Uncle Tommy. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I, we haven't discussed this, but in my head, I was going, he was following what Uncle Tommy did mm-hmm. because your guys' lives are very similar. It was, yeah. you know, you both married women. Um, you know, he had a child. You did not, but you wanted to, and you mm-hmm. always have. Mm-hmm. Um, you're both, you know, amazing piano players, musicians, um, just similar life experiences in general, straight or gay, it doesn't matter. I thought that maybe you had followed his path a little bit. It seemed like your lives are very parallel. That's true. I mean, minus the AIDS. Right. But yeah. well, <laughs> we went there. I can't, perfect. I can't use any of this. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, and, but not intentionally so. I, I have thought before it, it, how how odd to have him be out and have it be fine. Everybody loved him and Mr. Bob. That was mm-hmm. his partner's name was Mr. Bob. Uncle Tommy. And Mr. Oh, I know, Bob. I know. Oh, now. Okay, well. I'm now intimately familiar. With <laughs> you're out of your element. Family. Oh, sorry. Well discussed. Yes. Sorry, Bob, you carry on with your children, <laughs> kids. Um, uh, I, I had this thought that like, why why didn't I take that as a sign that it would be have been okay? Like, why didn't I? see that and wait so long mm. I, I don't know uh, I, I, I don't know what forces were at play but I definitely never once thought to myself oh this is going to be fine look at Uncle Tommy and should have mm. right like I, I should have maybe maybe we'd be having this same sort of conversation but 8, 10, 15 years sooner mm-hmm. and I can either regret that or just notice it and move on I don't regret it but I could you could, but you shouldn't. But I shouldn't, and I don't. Stop looking at me, Kyle. <laughs> no, I think that's like it's it's easy in hindsight to look back. I mean, I think everyone is kind of saying that, like looking back. You know, what else should have, should I have done? But in the t- in the moment, like, what are you going to do? Like, if you're not ready to come out, then then you're not. The and- pressure of social norms is like in trying to maintain whatever one's expectations are of you versus what you want to expect of yourself is the hardest thing to overcome, right? I mean, that's... Mike, is there anything different you would have wanted your brothers to do growing up or even after you came came out? Different? Yeah. Where could we have improved? (laughs) (laughs) I have a a scorecard right here. There's like a managerial meeting right now. Um... And so, I, I mean, and on one level, this is a bullshit answer, but I, I wouldn't change anything. That would have been sweet if you hadn't prefaced it with "this is a bullshit answer." Well, I, I mean, it could have been a good moment. It, it sounds, it sounds like it might sound like I'm trying to avoid the question. Gotcha. I'm not trying to avoid the question. I, I think I wouldn't change anything about the relationship that I have with with either of them at all. And if 
changing something about our past would like ripple through space time and and affect the way things are now. I wouldn't take that risk if that makes any sense. Yeah. Like we turned into good people with pretty solid relationships and um <laughs> so I have a question is that that ripple effect so the the, the butterfly effect right uh-huh. so because you're gay can we call it the unicorn effect yeah absolutely <laughs> okay. if, yeah they're, they're gonna get the bang Ashton Kutcher right <laughs> <laughs> you could have been to me more because I have a bald head because <laughs> like, you remind me of G.A. Chain no it's in our alternate universe turn 45 mmm Watch out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Watch out, everybody. This is still in the future. Uh, you're giving future events right now. You're telling the future. Oh, we'll play this in 45 years and see if we were right. And six? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what I mean. I, I was really surprised. I asked if you had any like questions or things you haven't asked, and you were both like, nah, which is so weird to me that like you've had these conversations. This is another, like, I just don't understand your family. Like it's, it's strange to me that you're not like, yeah, there's a million things that I've not wanted to ask or that I've not asked him. Well, I uncovered a question in an yeah, earlier yeah, discussion sure. that I would like to ask Michael now. Oh, um, well, you actually said that you were going to ask it. Did I? Yeah. You totally blew it. I did. You totally not in a good way. What? Don't I'm we take a break right now? Is this called a cliffhanger? <laughs> <laughs> Do we take a break yet? No, we haven't taken well, a break Well, we took yet. a break when, yeah, we've taken two so far. Fuck. This is this is an easy question to answer. Okay. I don't remember. How many penises did you have before you married Alyssa? The answer, after the break. (laughs) (laughs) Um, um, Marty, I'm going to use that in all future episodes. That's just going to be our... (laughs) Um, Zero. When they leave, will you tell me the true answer? (laughs) Sure. No, uh, so... Uh, you, your your question, I think, implies another question, whether you're aware of it or not. And despite talking a big game and messing around with some chicks, I lost my virginity to Alyssa. Like, I knew that. Like, P and the V, sex, mm-hmm. I, I lost my virginity to her. And the first time that I had any contact whatsoever sexually with a dude was way after she and I married and going through the breakup process and all mm. that. Something I don't think I've shared. I did go on a couple of dates in college, totally under under the radar. A couple of good dudes in Spokane met online. The first one was just ridiculous, terrible, horrible. <laughs> um, but the second one, I saw him uh, three times. We went on a date to a like a it was an arcade. I forget where it was. River Park Square, probably. Mm. And then uh, he came over once and we all watched a movie. And then uh, one time he wanted me to buy him booze because I was 21 or 22 and he was only 19. Hmm. Um, There was, even even way back then, right, there were these sort of flirtations with what would end up becoming true later, right? Like I was just trying it on to see how weird it felt and it felt weird and uncomfortable enough that it sort of let me convince myself that I wanted to be straight even if I wasn't. Hmm. So. Why was the first one horrible and terrible? Because that was clearly a hookup. Uh, like, that's what he wanted. He wanted just a hookup. Like, like bing bong doorbell and like, here's the... Like, and then bing bong. Helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> out the door. Just just, yeah. <laughs> we're in out there. After midnight, when you go to a guy's house and you're gay, you're required 
<laughs> to give them the helicopter. <laughs> it's just part of the rules. Well, that's, I mean, that's what I did. Okay. I don't know, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is scary to your have your beat fir- is here. Sorry. The helicopter scary too. Boy, but it's <laughs> my scary voice. Um, it's that's scary to have your very first encounter want to be a hookup. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, and like I said, I was looking for reasons for this to be not the life that I wanted, and that totally helped. Like that was a confirmation of men are gross and predatory, and I wasn't attracted to him at all. Like that meant that I wasn't really attracted to men in general, which is just horse shit, right? We've talked about this before. Not all gay men are into all men, right? Like, that's just ridiculous. Yeah. Nor are all straight men into all women. There's a, and I think <clears throat> like when I assume when you're straight and in like junior high and high school, you get all those dating experiences and those first experiences. And when you're gay, you d- if you d- if you're not out, you don't get those first experiences. So that's why it leads to the possibility of my first experience is going to be with some dude on a nap or a website that. Just wants to go to town. Pound town. Pound town. Go to take you to pound town. And that might not be the best first experience <clears throat> when you're gay. Or it might be awesome. Or it might be great. <laughs> it depends. <laughs> <laughs> so just last question. How, what is it? What is it like now? Is it something you think about when Mike is the, is hanging out? Do you think, oh, there's my gay brother, Mike? Like how often is it at the front of your, your brain? It's not. I don't. I mean, I never thought that. But really? I don't know why, or if I should, or you know, what I mean, like, yeah, just, no. yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. I guess when I'm talking about either of my brothers, sexual preference isn't anything I think of. Hmm. No, just I've got an older brother and an oldest brother. Oh, I like that. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, I think the fear is always that that's what everyone is thinking mm-hmm. when you're, especially with family, that you feel like you're standing out like a. Unicorn. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I think that's actually really sweet to know that that doesn't actually, like, that's not the first thing you're thinking of. I think we should take a break. Time to take a break. Time to take a break. All right. We'll be back. We'll be back after the jump. That's the thing people say, right? And we're back. We're back. Uh, We're going to wrap up. That was an intense break. (laughs) Wrap up. (laughs) Always wrap up. Um, (laughs) So. Double wrap it. You have to. Double back. (laughs) So. Well, uh, four of us. (laughs) God. (laughs) This family. Okay. Um, We uh, are going to your first ever guests that are going to wrap up with us doing a gayest and straightest thing about you this week. So I'm going to start off. So you know what we're doing. Um, so the gayest thing about me this week, I realized, is uh, the ads I get on Facebook. Um, when you come out on Facebook, you all of a sudden get underwear ads a whole lot. And just like all of my ads are just men in underwear, gay cruises. Like there's just so much gay ads. Why do you sound like you're bitching about it? Like this is It's like Facebook found something about me and is like, Oh, you want to see models and okay. Facebook might be honest something. No, it's just like weird feeling uncomfortable when I'm like at the coffee shop and like, you know, it's the like mostly naked dudes and I'm like, I'm not creepy, I promise. And I'm like scrolling away from it. Uh, so that's super gay. The straightest thing about me this week is uh, we went to a dive bar, Mike and I, for a friend's uh, birthday party, and it's always uncomfortable when I accidentally make eye contact with a girl 
And like, and then it happens two or three times. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. I think she might be into me. And I don't like, I don't know the right way to be like, nah, girl, like this is not. Going to this. <laughs> um, uh, so I nah. sang a <laughs> nah. Nah. So I sang a Britney Spears song. I went to my old classic of like hopefully people assume like oh and so she probably left you know hanging hanging her head. She thought she was she's going to get some tonight. So I mean she might still have gotten some. That's true. I don't not know. From you. Not from me. That I one more of. She was out trolling. Was she? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I I prefaced this a little bit last night when we were extremely intoxicated, and I'm calling out Kyle. Okay, right now yeah. on his gayest and straightest because this is the second I've I've listened to two podcasts coming up, mm-hmm. and and um, I can tell you right now that the two gayest things you have done both times was referring to anything manly as butch. <laughs> if you use the word butch when you're referring to anything other than a cowboy, it's extremely gay. Like, I'm, just, I'm just letting you know, socially, by referring to something as butch is a huge it's, indicator that you are uh, not straight. Because I'm like, sports, that's so butch. And right. you're like, no. Yes, it's really like, I'm super butch. And I'm like, okay, well, that's really, really gay that you just said that. So, um, in hindsight, now, your two gayest things during your first two podcasts were referring to a straight thing as butch. Just letting you know. Okay. That's why I'm calling you out. Okay. I think, but to me, like, I, do, I don't get why you like, I don't get why anyone likes sports. And, yeah, so to me, that's like, dude, dudes being dudes. Just no, being butch. Cool. No, I'm, I'm saying that referring to things dudes being dudes as butch <laughs> is gay. I'm just <laughs> super, super gay. All right. No dude sits around with another dude. Like, I couldn't be sitting here with Marty talking about sports and be like, you know, super butch. <laughs> that LeBron dunk. That was super butch. Like, it's just, just throwing it out there. Um, I'm getting a fascinating insight into the world of straight people. <laughs> you don't say butch around each other. No, no. All right, good um, to know. Unless we're referring to our, our cowboy friend, Butch. <laughs> this is my buddy, Butch. Yeah. Our old neighbor okay. was an old cowboy named Butch growing up in Zilla. So. This is a real person? This is a real person, yeah. yeah. A real person. Um, so I'll do, on the flip side, you just did it. You mm-hmm. said, this is my buddy, Butch. Mm-hmm. Anytime someone says buddy... Uh, as referring to their friend, I know they're straight. Mm-hmm. No gay dude is like, "Hey, this is my buddy Mike." Mm-hmm. This is really. Fun. I tried to introduce you as my buddy last night at the at the thing, just to indicate like we're not we're not dating. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> so I think it's the same thing. It's like if you introduce someone as buddy, that's making it clear like we're not fucking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that's the straightest thing that I've done this week. You're, you're giving <laughs> yes. me my straightest thing. No, yes. like, what, yeah, what, what is your gayest thing? Yeah. So. Um, um, so my straightest thing, because I, I would prefer to start with that one, is definitely having sex with a woman. <laughs> um, my layup. Yeah. Take the easy, uh, yeah, it's a girl this time. <laughs> um, and also I would say that, um, I don't know of a single gay man that chews tobacco and I chew daily, regularly. I am currently. So I would say that that's, you know, a very straight thing that I have done this week. Would you say it's butch? Yeah, it's super butch. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it, I, I'm referring to myself now as, that's my nickname, is butch. Like I'm just gonna, <laughs> yeah. we're going we're gonna to add, add that to Murph and Matt, as yep. butch is also an acceptable yep. name I, to call I, I have met tobacco-chewing lesbians before. <laughs> yeah. Which? That's really butch. That's really <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, what's the um, my gayest thing is I was sick for probably two weeks. In fact, I'm still kind of fighting it a little bit. Not I have just a random cough here and there. Um, I'm sure that you'll have to edit some out later. Um, and I finally was able to use my voice. I sing a lot. You know, I was a karaoke host, and and I love hearing the sound of my own voice, obviously. <laughs> and um, I was finally to the point where I was going. You know, I need to test it out. I need to see if I can sing or not. And in the shower, my go-to was Chandelier from Sia. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That is easily the gayest thing that nice. I did. And yeah. I got out of the shower and I went, wow, <laughs> maybe I'm gay. Yeah. I was, you know, that was what I really thought. So. Anyway, so those, those are my two. That's good. That's good. Marty? Sex with a woman, right? So. <laughs> I'm taking the other easy one. It's obviously my t-shirt, which oh. my five-year-old daughter bought me a Lion King t-shirt. I don't know if it's a gay thing or not, but it it feels gay wearing it. So, <laughs> and I can't let her down. But uh, yeah. it's, yeah. it's it's three male um, characters frolicking through a woods right now. So it's Pumbaa and, and Sunset, uh, Timon. Timon and Simba mm-hmm. walking in front of a sunset, and Pumbaa. Looks like he's getting a rim job. Like, <laughs> totally. <laughs> Which one's the lucky Pierre? <laughs> I will never look at Lion King the same way again. Thanks. Um, and really, those two should be in jail for dragging around that little baby lion. Right? I mean, that's like that shit in is uncalled. Lion King is why gay adoption's a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. I did have a Lion King cassette tape. When I, and so I just sing Elton John a whole lot. So you yeah, just couldn't wait to be king. Pretty king. <laughs> yep. <laughs> or queen, whatever. Queen. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Wow. Mike. Yeah. Okay. So um, it's your, it, your straightest thing can't be you had sex with a woman because that would be. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's this week, right? It's past, it's past seven days. Like, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Um. No, unfortunately. Not why? Well, okay. That's I mean, fine. no, not the sexual woman. Thing. Okay, so, okay. Like, <laughs> would have been a good priest. Then I would have a better answer, uh, I think. Okay. Uh, uh, no, the gayest thing about me this week is uh, when we were at the karaoke bar the other night at the rickshaw, uh, this this woman who, she she looked like a lunch lady almost, but she got up there and did the... Is that a butch thing? What, being a lunch <laughs> lady? Being a lunch, mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I mean, like... You have to be a lesbian to be a, a lunch lady. It's That's one of the... <laughs> Uh, job interview questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to get a license. To get a license. <laughs> yeah. In Washington State. Um, no, so, uh, it's, it's, this, it, I did not expect it. Just this white, white, kind of bigger girl gets up there and busts out, uh, Shakira's, um, whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm. But did it, like, sounded so much like Shakira, like the best impersonator you ever heard. The, this voice just came out of this white lady. <laughs> but the gayest thing about me is my pelvis started moving <laughs> on its own accord. Like, I was like, yeah, you go, girl, like, doing Shakira dancing. Like, I couldn't control my ass. It, like, I was seated, but, like, it was just all, like, oh, yeah, bring it, work it, girl. So neither one of your hips were lying. <laughs> <laughs> no, my hips don't lie. <laughs> and they were telling the truth. That, I will add, like, you did a bit of a scream and a clap. Oh, yeah. like, oh, my gosh, she's so amazing. Yeah, and I was like, oh, tone it down, honey. <laughs> <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Uh, the straightest thing about me this week has got to be uh, walking into the family reunion yesterday and just popping open a tall boy chilada. 
Bud Light with tomato juice. And I, when it was over, I was sad. It was gone. I wanted some more. So then I started drinking Bud Light Lime, which if you're looking for sponsorships, <laughs> we're, Bud still Light Lime, we're still seeking. <laughs> Disney, Disney, Disney. <laughs> oh, yeah. How much of, if we get a lawsuit from Disney, I'm sending them your way. <laughs> I mean, you, can't, you can't say Puma getting a room job on the radio. <laughs> well, Disney's like, my intention, people finally get it. Oh, if you liked this, then uh, gayishpodcast.com. Right. Be sure thing. to go uh, find us on iTunes and the Google Play Store and subscribe. We are on Twitter as at gayishpodcast. And tell a friend. Uh, that would re- we would really appreciate if everyone tells one person they know, and they tell two friends, and, and they then tell they two friends. friends. It's like <laughs> so on. It's like so on. the ring. So Math is so butch. <laughs> Super butch. <laughs> but yeah. So uh, that that's that's it for this week. Thank you very much for agreeing to do this, you guys. Yeah, really, and being really appreciated, and being our first ever guest on the show. When we're super famous, because we know that's going to happen, yep. mm-hmm. you will be. We can write our code. It will be because of us. Right. Oh, yeah. Show. No, this, yeah. this is for sure, though. It's launching us into <laughs> you greatness. You hit the pinnacle. Yep. You're, you're, yeah, it's all downhill from here. Yep. Just, yeah. Baba booey. Baba booey. <laughs> <laughs> Howard Stern's penis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so on the note of Howard Stern's penis, <laughs> that's it. That's it. This has been Gage. All right. See you next week. See you next week. <laughs>